Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome, welcome, everybody. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm doing okay. Pretty good. It's a Monday. I do feel like I have a bit of a case of the Mondays It's a Monday Monday. Like it's kind of a Mondayist Monday sort of Monday. That's how I'm feeling today. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, some beer and some conversation and to wind down from the long day yeah, so that's how I'm, I'm doing definitely feeling that and i think that beer is definitely going to help both of us get where we need <laughs> to go yes. to cap off the monday as monday we've both had in a while yes sounds excellent good plan great. what are we drinking great we are gonna drink two beers from modern methods brewing company which Ooh. is from warren ohio mm-hmm. and is it's been a while, but is from my husband's little road trip to pick up our car earlier in the summer. Road trip beer. It's a road trip beer. Woo-hoo. It's a road trip brewery. And uh. we are going to start with an alt beer yeah. called Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Ultimate. I like it. I like it. Fantastic. I don't think I had heard of modern methods before our little conversation here yeah Uh, i got the name of the brewery wrong like (laughs) several times in conversations with you before tonight and uh modern who you kept being like really in ohio (laughs) i keep looking them up and i'm not finding one (laughs) and then i think you said that you thought maybe they had like a distributor and i don't know you were like reaching a little bit trying trying to make sure i was right and you were coming you know coming to the conclusion that i wasn't but not saying it because you're too kind and uh and eventually i was just like oh yeah so i went out into my garage (laughs) and and i actually looked looked at the beer beer. and it is modern methods (laughs) and then we decided okay so that makes sense yes and that is what we are going to drink so here we are (laughs) drinking the ultimate warrior ultimate warrior let's crack this baby open i I like it we've had an alt beer maybe i don't know if we ever have had an alt beer i'm i'm excited it's like an old german style isn't it Uh, yeah yeah Yeah. i'm pretty excited Ooh, look at that color i know it's such a beautiful beer alt beers are like a kind of a golden coppery color yeah got a nice fluffy head on it it's a beautiful color Mm. i really like this all right smells german it does it? smell German. It smells German. Mm. So, all right, let's give this a taste. Mm-hmm. Mm. We, I don't think we've had one of these before. Right? Not on the podcast. No. I'm, I I'm really trying. I mean, we've done a lot of beers, but I don't I know. think we've done an alt beer. I'm pretty. I'm, pre- I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, very, very malty. Malty. That was, <laughs> I was literally, we were literally about to say exactly the yes. same word, you guys. Malty. It is. It's very mm-hmm. malty. I um, used to love really malty stuff. Really? I used to really like. Um, it's a good. Oh my goodness! Amber it's color. 
It's like a, you know, it's like that ambery color almost. Yeah, yeah. You know, I said copper. It's actually probably a bit darker than a mm-hmm. copper. You're right. I like it. Well, this is good. This is a good. nice change. This is perfect to start fall. Like this is the this perfect is fall, beer. fall beer. I kind of love great. it. We I didn't wasn't even how perfectly that. timed. It it's really, so great that we really dragged was. our feet and didn't it drink really, this sooner. Right. I, this is the perfect timing. Well done. Yeah. So modern methods. Um. Yeah. Warren, Ohio. Um, started by a husband and wife team, but before they opened in, let's see, I think they opened, they opened a while ago, but so of course started from home brewing, home like brewing. everybody else. Did so, she buy him a homebrew kit or did no, he buy her one? No. So it was, Adam is the husband. Um, obviously Sarah is not the husband, but, sound like a husband <laughs> um, so um, Adam and his brothers actually, or his brother had bought their dad a homebrew kit mm. back in December of 2010. And finally by like the following November of the following year, finally convinced their dad that they were going to brew together. That's so funny. <laughs> you know, I was thinking when you started introducing that story where you're like, oh, they bought it as a gift for their dad. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was like, I could totally see giving my dad a gift like that and him just being like, oh, oh wow. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, and so just like putting it in a closet. Pretty much it sounds what, what happened. About a year later, <laughs> they convinced him it, they should, should brew some beer together. And they brewed a handful of batches. And by 2013, they had like a 15-gallon, three-kettle brewery system going on in their garage. And um, they called it Kekin Sons Brewing as a hobby. So it sounds like only Adam was really the only one that stuck with it um and but in 2013 he totally changed gears and took an it job at a manufacturing company Um, but over those years he still had the idea that he wants to open a brewery and got his wife on board or i don't know if it was fiance at the time but they wound up signing a lease for where they're at in 2016 and opened the brewery in 2018 they wanted to be the first brewery to open in warren in over a hundred years 1880 was the last time there was a brewery open in that town but one other brewery opened right before they did like a couple of months before called clubhouse brewing uh, or brewery co um so now so at in 2018, there were two that actually opened. But prior to that, 1880 was the last time there was a brewery a in, long time. in Warren, it, Ohio. Do you know? Is it like a law thing or is it no, just coincidence? No, I think it's just coincidence. So, it's um, usually laws. <laughs> yeah, no. Like when we were talking about um, the South one in Carolina. South Carolina, that one was like totally the laws. This one, I don't think so. But um, so Modern Methods, I was wondering why the name. So it's a nod to actually the city of Warren. So in 1909, their slogan was Warren, City of modern methods oh so that's where modern methods the name um kind of comes from you know i was just talking to a customer today about mm-hmm. little slogans that cities have oh yeah you know and you it's don't like, know them half the time it's like, like i should have i should have created the list i didn't realize mm, that was going to be relevant to this which now, is yeah. you know 100 percent because i don't plan anything which is ironic wing it by the because we're gonna talk more about that true true Um, (laughs) but yeah they always have like cute little phrases Uh or sometimes they're things that you're just like really that was the best you could come up with like (laughs) some of them are just like a nice place to live or friendly village the friendly village which is where where lauren and i are from which is totally not the friendly village or like alsip 
that big flea market place. <laughs> yes. I, think that's what, I don't know what their official slogan is, but that's exactly that's, what everyone thinks if of it. Ever driven into mm-hmm. the Chicagoland area from Indiana, Michigan? Yeah. Anywhere uh, east. Anywhere east. Pretty much, yeah. You're going to run across Alsip, Illinois, mm-hmm. and the flea market. Yeah. It's right there off the highway. Swaparama. The Swaparama. Yep. And you'll see the giant sign. Yeah, no, and we were from the friendly village. But yeah, so Warren, Ohio was the city of modern methods. Hence, modern, modern methods. methods. So a couple other fun facts before we dive into more beer and more other things. Um, in February 2021, they actually became the first brewery in Ohio to have the first African-American woman professional brewer in the entire state of Ohio. Wow. Yeah, they participated in Black is Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, So, but yeah, so Hannah was her name. She actually started not home brewing, but making wine and cider at home. Okay. And then she said that moving into beer is more science and math related than I could see that beer or wine and cider. So that was my dad. My dad did wine. Mm-hmm. wine. And I think wine yeah. is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know, you just yeah. kind of throw a couple of things yeah. in like a and plastic it container its business and it's and done. Yeah. But yeah, so Hannah, Hannah's the first African-American woman professional brewer in the whole state of Ohio. So nice. go her Kudos. as of this year. Um, and last fun fact. So, Modern Methods is located on Dave Grohl Alley. I saw the address on the can. Dave Grohl was born in Warren, Ohio in 1969. Oh, man. And the brewery is located right right beyond the set of the world's largest drumsticks, which are in that alley. Oh, man. I... I can't believe did my husband stop at this place because if he didn't that is inexcusable right there's this big mural on the side of the wall that says david grohl alley and giant the world's largest drumsticks like i feel like you have to like that's so cool what an awesome fun yeah so i was pretty excited i was like why i noticed too i'm like why is it on dave grohl alley so then i looked it up and i'm like dave grohl was born in warren ohio who knew? You'd think he was like I a California no boy um, or, so, you know, something Pacific. But no, Warren, Ohio. And uh, yeah, world's largest drumsticks. So, I love it. Yeah. That's Big awesome. fan. So if we ever make it to Warren, Ohio, I'm definitely visiting the world's largest drumsticks. Uh, yeah. Just to add that it to the list. That sounds really cool. Right? Yeah. Big fan. So, fun facts mm. about modern methods. And I really like this Ultimate Warrior. I also do. So that's a win mm. for them so far. And, mm-hmm. and I think we'll be pleased with our second beer because it's like our weakness in the terms yeah, of beer. for sure. We'll yeah. get there, you guys. Mm-hmm. We'll get You'll there. know we'll it when there. you hear about it. So, <laughs> all right, a little bit about the brewery. And now let's talk about... Study habits yeah. and learning. Yes, yes. And all of that. We all are of what all... Comes to that. Yeah, we're all deep into this now. School is, you it's know, a couple real months again, in and we're back. And, you know, your son is older, but my twins are, you know, homework every night Getting and tests every week mm-hmm. and reading and everything. You know, there's there's things that they have to study for. There's work they have to do. And, yeah, we're... We're like really starting it it now. Yeah. Yeah, So at the beginning of this school year, it was probably about a week or so in Mm -hmm. and I got a call from my 10 year old's teacher. Mm -hmm. So he's a fifth grader now. And I get a call from him 
and he goes, hey, you know, I, your son hasn't really been turning in homework consistently. Mm. You know, we've had, I think he said about eight assignments. So maybe mm. it was like two weeks into school. You know, because okay. eight yeah. seems like a lot for a weekend. True, true. But uh, we've had about eight assignments, and he's only turned in four of them. Oh, and well, I was just like that's half, so it's not like good. a low percentage. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was just like, what? And then I went, oh right, homework. I forgot about homework. <laughs> we do that now. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this realization that we were getting back into real actual yeah. school. Because in the spring, before or after they actually physically went into the building for yeah. school, they didn't come home with homework. No, my kids didn't really either. And I don't know if that had to do hmm. with them not wanting to give them, like, paper right. or products to and things like that. To go back like and forth, that. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know that my younger child's teacher at one point was like, I have to put a folder in your kids' backpacks mm-hmm. for stuff that they need to bring home. Is that cool with you that oh, I'm going to like? And I was just like, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. What do you want? Yeah, it's fine. Yes. I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. Put a folder in the bag. Yeah, you're good. You're good. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, now just, we're like, like actually back to somewhat reality. Of I know. I just like completely lost track of the idea that there would be homework, and now that he's a fifth grader, there's like kind of real homework. Yeah, sometimes. I'm sure yours is significantly different. Like second graders, not so much. It's like I a mean, little math sheet here. Yeah, and there they and they use Eureka math. Our school. I know does, that. Uh, yeah, so, we do Eureka math um, too. But so they have math homework every night. Mm-hmm. And they have reading homework every night, mm-hmm. and then they're supposed to study either the vo- their vocabulary words, like there's a whole list, there's a homework wow. log of what they're supposed to do every Oof. day. That sounds uh, like so much work. Yeah, which is great that they're organized about it, and we split up the twins, so they're in two different classes, but they use the same. They're on a team, oh, so like they okay. do the same homework, they read the same things, they okay. do the same lessons. Well, that's good. Thankfully, which is great because my boy always forgets his freaking folder at school so i can't even tell you how many times you had to copy your daughter's homework and i said the next time you do this you're getting a zero i don't even care like your only job right now is school yeah like and chores but like the majority of your day is school this is your job yeah so you're doing a bad job you literally this is all i'm asking of you you need to remember to bring your folder home and do your homework. I'm like, if you weren't a twin, you wouldn't have your homework. Well, and I can tell you that my son, my fifth grade son, once we kind of got back into like, mm-hmm. okay, we need to pay attention to these things. Mm-hmm. He was doing much better about okay. bringing his work home and everything. Yeah. And we actually just had the first time he forgot it mm, okay. was today. Oh, ironic. And yeah. I was driving my kids home from soccer practice. Mm-hmm. And I said, does anybody have homework? Yeah. Because... We have, I don't know, about two hours before bedtime yeah. here, and we need to do the homework. And we hadn't done it directly after school because we kind of rushed through having dinner and then went to soccer, soccer practice. practice. Yeah. So I was like, we got to get the homework knocked out before we can yeah. relax and hang do out and else. enjoy yeah. the rest of the evening before bed. Mm-hmm. And my younger son said, I had a pretest today, so I don't have a math assignment okay. to work on. And my older son said, and he put his head down, and he says really quietly, he was just like, I forgot my math at school. And I was just like, what? (laughs) And he was like, I forgot it. And I was like, okay, man. Well, we're trying to, like, do a better job of 
staying on task. Mm -hmm. And so when you go to school tomorrow, you're going to say to your teacher, I forgot my homework at school. I would really like you to give me an opportunity to make it up by doing it in addition to whatever math homework I have tonight Yep. so that I can catch up. Yep. And if you take responsibility for missing it, I will be satisfied. Yes. Whatever happens, at least. I don't know what your teacher is going to say. He may just be like, nope, it's too late. Yep. Which is totally possible. Yep. Who knows? But yep. Yeah. Our son, um, I think he is preoccupied with everything going around around him at school at the end of the day and is not paying attention. So I can definitely say that's what's happening to my 10 year old. So, but we had a nice long talk about this. He's going to start getting zeros on his grades and that's just, you know, that's just the way you got to learn that lesson. Right. So we shall see the value of homework. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird with second graders to explain, like, why grades are important because, oh, like... Oh, I can tell you that that <laughs> is an abstract concept. Right? I yeah. had to talk to my 10-year-old the other day about why it is important for him to give 100%. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, I literally emailed his teacher because it was something he had talked to me about that mm-hmm. he felt like he could put forth more effort. Sure. And... Mm-hmm. I was like, can you just tell me exactly how I'm supposed to explain to my 10-year-old why Why getting good (laughs) grades means getting into a good college and getting a good job? Because he's 10. And he doesn't care about any of that yet. And the lesson is developing good habits Mm -hmm. will make you a more responsible adult, regardless of where you go from here. Because maybe you don't go to college or maybe you do... And you're studying something completely unrelated to whatever you're struggling with Mm -hmm. because you've never liked that subject or whatever. But that doesn't mean it's not valuable today. Yeah. So I'm like, can you just tell me what I'm supposed to tell him? (laughs) What am I supposed to say here? To like motivate him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I get it. Like, how do I, how do I instill the importance of this into my children? But anyway, so we're there. Our, our usual habit is homework as soon as they get home from yeah. school now to, we do too yeah generally we today they had a young rembrandt's art class or something after <laughs> school so okay. like they stay on mondays for the next six weeks or something after school to take this art class okay because they don't have real art in school so if you want to do art it's like after school or right volunteers sometimes come in but apparently there's no art in my in our school district really no not not formal at least not in the they under don't have, like a staff art teacher no. that they meet with like once or twice a week or whatever not in their school um they have library music they do regularly but they art is not a special hmm. for them our kids had art for last fall's the first semester mm-hmm. remote. Oh, interesting. And so the, our teacher would like push into the Zoom meeting uh, once a week. Sure. And would do like a little art lesson. Sure. And two things, I realized two things uh, during that period. <laughs> one of them was at one point I was sitting in my then first grader's bedroom mm-hmm. kind of listening to the lesson he used to really want me to like sit there with him when he was e-learning which was absolute torture yeah i was painful very painful really painful because i'm already home from work so i'm a little upset and i'm sitting here and there's like literally nothing i can do i can't i can look at my phone (laughs) 
But, but really, I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. You do run out of stuff to look yeah, at. Yeah, and that's not phone. that no longer is entertaining. You can only at times. buy so many things on Amazon right. before you start having to pay for them, <laughs> and that's dangerous. Yeah. So, so <sighs> I'm sitting there, and I, he's actually doing like some sort of like memory matching game with them. Oh, okay. And you know, it was actually pretty cool, okay, yeah. and he was doing a really great job. And at one point, a kid like raised his hand mm-hmm. and was like, "I have a question," and he was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And he goes. I hate this. Oh. <laughs> and the teacher, I was just like, whoa, dude. It's not actually that's a question. Not nice. but, yeah. And the teacher did not appreciate that. He was just like, first of all, that is a terrible thing to say. Yeah. We do not I do not accept that word in my class. You okay, are never to fair. say that word again in my class. And he was like, and second of all, that is not acceptable. Like, yeah, that's not a question that's not relevant. No, nope. you're not enjoying. If you don't yourself, feel like this. That's unfortunate. Finish but it too up bad. and move on. Yep. But my kids, the second thing that I realized during art, remote yes. art, is that my older son, while he does very much enjoy mm-hmm. drawing and, and creative yeah. elements and things like that had zero patience for working on an art project while in a Zoom lecture. Which I totally can see. Like, that's, yeah, and I like, could definitely, art I would, is not Zoom, yeah. very Zoom friendly. I would get Zoom, I would get, uh, like, seesaw messages from the art teacher, and it would be like, your son's assignment looked like he did it in five minutes when he should have spent more time on it. And I find it on the floor in his room, and, and it's just like a squiggly line on a piece of paper and pencil. Minutes. Yeah, so. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yep, yep. So I had to start, like, <laughs> like uh, checking his assignments oh and geez. trying to get him to work on the art. Whatever art project it was, and yeah. I, I, we did, like, a handful and then yeah. after that i just was like yeah i, I, I don't know if you're still assigning too. art assignments yeah. but we're not we're not you're not just gonna have to he's just gonna have to fail art i guess yeah. i don't know whatever. yeah we don't uh my kids at least at, the, at least for fourth grade and under don't have art class the only time they get art appreciation is from volunteer pto moms that come in wow. and like teach an art lesson and do an art project that's yeah. Interesting. There's no I will say art class. I look forward to my kids having art in the spring, which is when they have it. They're doing oh, okay. music now. So they do they do one one term and one gotcha. the other term. But uh yeah. I really liked the art teacher. He was mm. really good, really, really nice dude. That's cool. Yeah. Just you know, could you imagine teaching second graders art over Zoom? No. I mean, that like, sounds horrible. Sometimes like, I think about some horrible. of the like peripheral like yeah subjects the specials mm-hmm. like you call them that's what they call them yeah when we call them yep. that too mm-hmm. like i just can't even imagine like music too you... was the other one that's like yeah really uh, like so cool thing about music is mm-hmm. that apparently in fourth grade they did the recorder oh which is my son was in so fourth you, grade. you missed no, that. no 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 oh no they sent him home with a recorder oh. one day and then he broke his arm <gasps> oh yeah and i emailed <laughs> The music teacher and I was just like, so good news and bad news. Yeah. My son's arm is broken. He can't play the recorder. <laughs> and she was just like, what's the good news? And I was like, no, it's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I said good news yeah. and bad news. And I think I said two things. The yeah. bad news is he broke his no, arm. The, the good, good news, news is he can't, can't play, play the, the recorder. recorder. 
And I sent her a picture of him, and he's got the whole, you know, because yes, the whole yeah, arm is casted. Yeah. And he's got the recorder, Trying and the bottom arm hand. is just like, All the way down, he can't reach it. The holes, yeah. it was beautiful. <laughs> That's fantastic. It was, it, we never took it out of the case. Oh. It's been forgotten about. Fantastic. God. I just couldn't be happier yeah, with that. That was like one of the best byproducts of uh, of the, the of breaking the broken of the arm. arm. Yeah, we uh, last year for Zoom. We're totally getting off track, but whatever. After this, we'll move back. Yeah. Last year, <laughs> because they were all on Zoom for a good chunk of the year, um, we had to go and buy things to simulate music class. Yes, so right? like we had to buy like sandpaper to like make like noises and then like some sort of maraca type thing which my kids just picked out packages of tic tacs and they're like this will work and i was like sure that's great right i was like okay and then we can eat them when this is over i'm like when we're done i'm just gonna eat the tic tacs and then like some stick things that were supposed to be drumsticks but so they like had to you know imitate (laughs) trying to make music i mean i have to credit (laughs) these teachers for really getting the creative juices yep. flowing. Yeah. I mean, a lot true. of the lessons that I observed, which was a lot mm-hmm. more than I would have liked, <laughs> yes, more uh, were, shows. were, were pretty engaging yeah. considering. And I, you know, Our kids are young. You geez, got to, otherwise I mean, like you are going to lose everybody. So, well, and I felt like that was actually something my fourth grader had a lot harder time with because there were a lot of times where mm. he was supposed to be studying and understanding concepts that were very complicated yeah. to learn about yeah. on a computer screen. Remotely are very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. My, um, yeah, my kids, my, so my oldest obviously is autistic so he really is learning at like i don't know first grade level maybe at that um i think he has a good memory so he memorizes words more than he can sound things out okay and interestingly enough they are teaching him like tools more than they're teaching him concepts like they're not teaching him math but they're teaching him how to use a calculator okay because if he carries a calculator he doesn't really need to know math. Like, yeah, sure. For someone who has special needs, who's never going to probably be completely independent, who's, you know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. So, yeah. like, he's I'm not like, going to be in I'm a lab doing calculations. No. If anything, he's going to be a bagger at Jewel, you know, like, or something yeah. like that. And, yeah. Which is fine. Like, whatever. Everybody has their lane in life. Um, but. I like that. He, their lane in life. Right? I like I that. Um, but yeah, so we haven't had to do a lot of these learning things because he doesn't He's do that child that you so know, now right. we've got two second graders and i can't teach my daughter math to save my life oh yeah you've mentioned that at before. all literally at all so we do homework right when we get home because partially it's like okay maybe you remember some of this from being in school right, and you can just carry on right now. and i cannot teach you as much and so we try and do it right away and even still like my twin boy is stupid smart like he just doesn't need our help with anything and just like done and moves on his problem is he doesn't remember it to bring it home from school right like as long as it gets home he's fine yeah like he's gotten hundreds on every assignment he's done all year long with every test like he's nothing so i'm not worried about him i'm worried about him bringing things home that's my 10 year old (laughs) my 10 year old is also stupid smart but his problem is that now that he's older and i Mm -hmm. guess look out for this with him is that he's expected to be a lot more independent Mm -hmm. and to decide for himself how to spend free time at school, which Ah. isn't really free time. Right. You're supposed to be doing something academic. Right. Yeah. So 
as a result, because he's like, I get this. He's I don't be need done. to. Yep. I'm just going to socialize. And two things are happening. One, he's interacting with kids who might not get it. So he's yes. kind of put, putting them even mm-hmm. further behind and distracting them. And two, he could move even further and if is he, right. preventing yeah. himself from doing yep. that because he's not utilizing the independent work time the yeah. way he could. I'm sure that that's how my son's going to be. Like, even today, they were talking about they were supposed to be reading in their book. And he was reading it, but then his buddy, who sits behind him, was timing how fast he could read the story. And I'm like, yeah, but... And I know his friend needs help with reading. Yeah. So I'm like, no. The point is to read quietly by yourself. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Everyone is supposed to be doing. Yeah. Not playing, not competing, literally just read exactly yeah so i'm i'm sure that that's going to be the case now my daughter i would say is probably very average the unfortunate thing is in our heads like i compare the two and i know it's harsh i shouldn't but i think my son is and like his standardized tests last year were high and she's pretty average but i just can't like she struggles when she gets worked up that she just can't do anything. So like if she doesn't get it and gets frustrated, it's like her brain just shuts off. Like completely. My seven year old is a little bit like that. I think he has, and your daughter I'm sure is the same way has areas where he is doing very, very well. Excels quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But then the areas where he isn't like instantly great Mm -hmm. at it, he will battle. And I was going to bring this up. He, when he left kindergarten, and it was cut short for him, Yeah, he had not grasped, like, reading mm-hmm. yeah. on even kind of a basic level. I mean, he could read a little, sure. but he definitely didn't have the confidence okay. and and didn't have the complete skills to kind of move himself forward mm-hmm. with practice. Sure. He needed more than that. It wasn't just, I need to practice this now. Yeah. It was, I need a little more guidance. And unfortunately, sure. my husband and I, yeah. it's just not, so I don't know how to teach a kid how to I read. I don't either. That is not my forte at yeah. all. Yeah. And it was brutal. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, a year and a half later, yeah. He does not enjoy reading. Mm. He will do it. And I've been told by his teachers he's actually the top reader in the class. Hmm. Which, which is, I don't know what that says, though. Yeah, I, I have mean, no right? idea. Right. Because in second grade, keeping in mind, though, all of these second graders had the same experience that true, he did. True, true. And, and, and just keeping it even district in our district because they mm-hmm. didn't go back to school in the fall after missing some of kindergarten. Oh. They had a, even more time where yeah. they weren't really getting one-on-one or face-to-face instruction. And that's huge and when it guidance. comes to reading. Yeah. 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 So he like his his appreciation for reading is almost non-existent. Mm. And I hope that one day that will change. And we talk a lot more. Because my older son is starting to have to be a bit more independent in school and even outside mm-hmm. of school, even when we're at home, I kind of rely on him to kind of yeah. keep yourself occupied once in a while and don't just watch YouTube, like do something else. And he yeah. will yep. sit down with a book yep. and he'll sit in his room. And there are a lot of occasions, though, where little brother knocks on the door and is like, let's play pretend downstairs. Mm-hmm. And big brother is like, ah, I'm kind of in the middle of this book. Yeah. Little brother will start getting upset. Mm, and okay. so we've been trying to encourage the seven-year-old yeah. to, you need to find some independent activities. Yeah. If it's not reading, 
Make it something. It's got to be something. Draw yeah. a picture. Play with Legos. Something. Do a workbook. Yeah, for sure. You know, play pretend on your own. Yes. Come you, get me you if you want. You need to have some independent. I will say that um, the twins both will, they're very good at doing things independently. Um they, That's great. Like, we, like, they wanted to go to the library. So we went to the library yesterday, actually. And they picked out their own books and, like, they brought them home and they went to their separate, like, little corners. I think my son went up to his room and my daughter went to, like, her little chair and they just read their books, like, by themselves, quietly. Um, so, which is That's great. That's great. One of their, they had a mystery dug last week and it was, what's it like to be a twin? <laughs> and so they got to both go into each other's classrooms. Nice. Since they're not in the same classroom. And my son was like... It's kind of annoying sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just want to be by myself. Oh, that's so funny. I have a feeling that's what my 10-year-old would say, and he's not a twin. Yeah, that's when I have a sibling. Sometimes and my daughter was like, it's brothers. nice to have somebody to play with. Oh, which I think they both they both are like, it's cool to be a twin. But they're both kind of like, sometimes it's nice to just be by myself. So now they... they they're insisting on separating rooms finally so i we're was gonna have to... wondering if that's where this was going yeah so we have to do that sometime holy in moly the near future yeah yeah you it's know just it's a hassle yeah <laughs> it's funny i think that dynamic is really common with twins i'm sure you know because you have oh, far yeah. more experience but even my younger child has a set of twins in mm-hmm. his grade and same deal they are separated yep. in school and when they started kindergarten, one was in my son's class and one mm-hmm. was in the other class. Yeah. And the one that was in my son's class really struggled with being away from oh. their twin. Okay. Not the case for the other one. Yeah. And my son kind of took this little boy yeah. kind of as his friend and under mm-hmm. his... And he had met him a couple of times because they had an older sibling that was closer to my older oh, son's okay. age. Not gotcha. the same age, sure. but they but, knew each other because yeah. they live in our neighborhood. Gotcha. Um, and so as a result... He kind of connected with this little mm-hmm. boy and well, that's kind of nice. made the transition yeah. a little easier, easier. I think, yeah. for him, which was really nice. Yeah, definitely. But it was funny to me to have to find out from the parent that like one twin How transitioned they were. Yeah. alone mm-hmm. without too much trouble and yeah. the other one really kind of struggled with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think mine were both pretty fine, actually. They're that's good. so very different personality wise that they're they were totally fine being separate but yeah so if i give my kids the opportunity they will procrastinate until the last possible second to do all of their homework any of their studying for tests anything like that which is exactly what i was like i know when i was was gonna say let's talk about our own literally what i I was talking to my husband about this earlier just briefly and he's like i he said he's like i waited until the last possible second to do everything and i'm like me too. Like, I still do that sometimes. Yeah. Like, when it comes to work and I'm like, I have a deadline. And in my head, I'm like, I should do this ahead of time. And I don't. And you're just kind of like, eh, I'm just like, but, but next how week. close can I get getting this done And right, still get it done. And still get it done. And that's pretty much where my drop dead di- date is. It's like, when is the last possible time that, that I, can I can do this? Start this right? And that's what I generally do. And that's what I've always done. Yeah. Like all, th- I was not going to be lucky that I was good at school because I waited until literally the last minute to do everything. Well, and it's funny that you put it that way because like this is a subject my husband and I have been talking about a lot with our older son mm-hmm. because he's very successful no. in school in a lot of ways, but 
does wait till the last second and does yeah. kind of only take as long as is necessary to do things and stuff like that. Yeah, it's not my a good husband, habit. Don't get me no, wrong. No. But. My husband was like that. He talked about it at length with me the other mm-hmm. day when we were kind of discussing our son and yeah. and said that, you know, especially elementary school and middle school and high school, for the most part, mm-hmm. seemed pretty easy. Yeah. And so it wasn't it wasn't really necessary to try all that hard. I had a different experience. I Mm -hmm. mean, I don't think that I was overly, like felt overly challenged or really struggled all that much. Mm -hmm. Most of my like, yeah, early education, but I did have, I did have a lot of occasions where I felt like I had to kind of put in some extra effort to really get over the hump of getting this concept or doing better on this test or getting A's, which is what I was aiming for at the time. I thought, I feel like for the most part, I had pretty good study habits. Even, excuse me, in college, Mm -hmm. I didn't really do that. Like I was a political science major. So a lot of my uh, work was like essays and papers and research and things like that. And I never really was like running in the door at the last second to turn something in. And mm. I didn't do the I'll write it the night before thing. Yeah, I totally still Yeah, do. no, I totally, totally get do. it. I totally get it. And like everybody I know <laughs> is like that. It's horrible habits. It's not I good. Never, I don't want to instill it in my children. But I, I never yeah. pulled all-nighters. And I think in, yeah. in a lot of ways that helped me in law school because you mm-hmm. you can't do it in law school you can't yeah the people who wait till the last minute to do things in law school get kicked out yeah they most don't of they the don't time. make it yeah. no you don't last yeah. and so it did help me kind of try and stay on top of things organizationally yeah. in law school because i had already sort of been like okay you so had I have to write this better habits already yeah i have to write this five page yeah. paper about this subject or sure. in law school it would usually just be like a couple pages on about yeah whatever yeah a case, case or yeah. analyzing something or, mm-hmm. or or arguing a different point or, or whatever it was and using citations yep and i would do relatively well on that stuff because i would spend some time on it yeah uh but you know i i think that in a, in some ways it was because early on yeah i had to kind of try a little harder i think that's good though like <laughs> hab- habits you have to start early to yeah. really have them stick like and i am very lucky that i managed to get as far as i did having very poor habits like i, well, and I don't think that's want the concern you have yes like, i an don't individual want would have with their kids is yes. that yeah maybe it's okay for my 10 year old to kind of wing it once in a while but someday it could catch up to yeah, him yeah and i like don't my want... husband talks a lot yeah. about that I... he's like you know when i got to college mm-hmm. there were moments where things got away from me yeah there were moments where it caught up to me yeah where i needed to put forth this level of effort mm-hmm. and i didn't have the didn't, desire or the time to didn't do it turn out and just didn't well. happen yeah exactly and so i think that as a result because we have a little bit of experience with it mm-hmm. and as i said i have a lot of friends who kind of have handled yeah. themselves in a similar way and i you know we had friends in college i did have friends in law school that handled themselves that way at times and paid for it yeah oh for sure it doesn't most of the time it does not end well i mean and there was like there was one class in college that i didn't do anything for and i had to drop because i literally just didn't 
even realize there was a midterm. Like, yeah. And just was like, all right, well, I'm dropping this. I, I didn't drop need it. it. It was like some elective, whatever. But still, I was like, okay, well, I clearly need to get my shit together because right? I can't do this for any other class. actual class that yeah. I need. It was like, middle eastern studies or some crap that i didn't care about but um it only because i didn't need it like i was an accounting yeah, major yeah, yeah. like this had nothing to do with any of my but actual... you reached a point where you realized i can't prioritize this even enough to, to pass even... this class right so clearly i need to make sure of that but that was like you know sophomore year of college by that point like i needed to start making better habits way earlier than yeah. that and yeah i definitely me and my husband both did not have great study habits throughout our schooling um and we definitely need to instill better habits and make sure that our kids are on top of things and that's why it's like this is your job like you need to be able to be organized you need to come up with a system every day at the end of the day you need to do this yeah like you're seven if you start now at least maybe you can start having better habits as you go through life like well and it just yeah. leads into that whole conversation about responsibility mm-hmm yeah. If you can be a responsible student, yeah. you can be a responsible adult. Yeah. And that comes down to, you know, I mean, that's the crux of the issue. Yeah. This is so. your job now. So if you can do this well, you just put that into. Yeah. Imagine all of the things you can do well. Yes. Outside of this. Yes. I. I'm... Maybe even things you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't actually particularly enjoy what I went to school for, but. You know, it got me yeah. a job. Well, so I mean, fine. you know, I <laughs> studied political science and went to law school, and I make signs for a living. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really doing yeah. what I studied. Although I do occasionally help my dad lease property. Okay. So I do read leases so and revise them. So I do a little bit of contract real estate stuff okay. uh, in an unofficial capacity. Fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. I did... I studied for the CPA exam. So when I took it, because I'm old, it was still in pencil and bubbles. And now it's on computers. I love that. So those days. Right? Like, (laughs) now you actually do, like... Can we have a conversation about why I have to vote that way? That's totally true. If you can do everything else on the planet electronically... I think they're really worried about fraud and that in the I mean it's like this it's like one side of the coin versus the other so like convenient like wouldn't it be amazing if they just emailed you a link and you could vote online but then on the other hand who's gonna get that link how do you prove it that's yours I like I I mean I can't even get get my freaking iPhone delivered because apparently they can't trust the UPS store (laughs) to hold it for me and they want me to vote I mean so I have to assume that that's why I have to call her in a bubble and I can't just push a button because yeah. we could hack the machine with the buttons. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Why are people so untrustworthy? <laughs> right? That's, That's a totally different totally podcast different episode. Well, well, we should talk about trust Trust and is lie. big. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. But yeah, so back in the day when I took the CPA exam, I studied for a week, took a section, studied for a week, took a section, studied for a week, took a section. It was nice. four sections. And that's how I took it. Spawn Lord. You're rock I star. Passed, and I'm never doing it again. Well, right. let's pray that Cheers you don't to have that. to. Yeah. Let's okay. drink this Berliner Weiss. So tell me what's in this one. Yes, guys, we're drinking a Berliner Weiss, you guys. Berliner Weiss. <laughs> cherry Berliner Weiss. It's Guy Fieri, and it's a looks <laughs> like Guy Fieri, but as a cherry for a head. And <laughs> I love that. This is a creative uh, brewery. Right? Punch your ticket to Sour Town. This baby is a festival of flavor. Tart and sour cherries. 
Wheaton Pilsner Malt, a bomb.com tangy kettle sour fermentation get your boring buds quenched. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of that's a lot going right? on there. Yeah. So it doesn't really give like all it says is cherry. I actually kind of wish it was more cherry. That's what I was going to say, too. Oh, my goodness. We are just, like, on the same wavelength yeah, this today, is why Lauren. We, this is... Yeah, I, it's, I... It's a little plain. It's, yeah, it's for, not... It, I was expecting kind of, like... Not that I want, like, cherry in my face, but, like, more flavorful. It's very, very mellow. Like, yeah. not even in a... Not that it's a bad taste. I just expected more flavor. Yeah, I mean, I get a little more cherry in the aftertaste now that I've sat with it a minute and I haven't taken tart another drink. It's got that cherry to it, um, but I guess I just, I expected more up front in the flavor. Yeah, um, and it really doesn't smell like almost anything. It really doesn't. It has very, very mild aroma to it. I'm very surprised at yeah, that. I like, kind of thought I was going to get overwhelmed by this. Yeah. I was fully expecting to be like, oh my gosh, cherries. Um, I was actually nervous about it when you were like, oh, this is a cherry Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. I had grabbed these cans. Like I said, my husband picked them up on his road yeah. trip. But um, when I grabbed it out of the fridge, I I hadn't looked at it. It's been forever since I looked at these Yeah beers and yeah, you got the name wrong but I, yeah <laughs> so you looked at it and we're so like I looked huh. at it and i was kind of like right. okay whatever and i just grabbed this out yeah and i didn't realize it was cherry and then you observed that earlier mm-hmm. and i was kind of like oh man it's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be i was something. expecting i was expecting a much bolder yeah cherry flavor to it it's it's very mellow i mean i like i like the profile i obviously love a berliner weiss um, but I just expected a little bit more flavor up front on this one. Yeah. Weird that there's like no aroma to it. Like, yeah. Right. I mean, I keep smelling it. Like, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even know I was drinking beer from the smell. It's like, just like very, like maybe a pinch sweet, a pinch of a sweet smell. And that's really kind of it. But like, like it could be it, a cider, it could be a I have it could be anything. Like this is not distinctive. This could be a sprite. Doesn't yeah, smell I don't like, even know. I mean, just from the smell. Could be cranberry know? juice. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It has no. I don't. I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's kind of weird because I really like the alt beer a lot. Maybe, I like the alt beer a lot. Um, maybe it's just kind of weird and random. I will yeah. mention. I don't know how old this beer is. I mean, we waited a couple months to drink it. I know that. Yeah, true. But unless it's like old, six old, months right? plus old, I can't it imagine be. it would fall off quite this much. No. I, I can't imagine it's way off. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. It doesn't have a bottled or a canned date, which is interesting. Yeah. But anyways, well... I like I really like the alt beer. Um this isn't bad. It's just not super flavorful. It's not what I expected, but yeah. it's not yeah. a bad beer. It's just a mediocre beer in my book. So I agree. Which, yep. you know, hey man, nobody bats a thousand. Yep. And the alt beer was great. Yeah, that was we really good. Actually do have a stout by them that my husband and I will definitely sample. Nice. And uh, you know, go from there. 
Sounds but, good. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to continue drinking the rest of my alt beer here. And, I will uh, as well. Yeah. So cool. I had never heard of modern methods before. Now I have. And I, um, yeah. If I I'm ever go that out that way, I'm going to check out some giant drumsticks. I was going to say, uh, check, check out, out some Dave Grohl's hometown. More beer. Yep. Right? Exactly. So awesome. This was fun. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Bye.